Welcome to Season 2 of the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is October 10th, 2020. (laughs) I'm going to tell you guys why I, I giggled a little bit. One minute. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. God bless you. I love you. I want you to know that here at the Unicorn Club, I do not call you guys followers. I call you cousins. And I call you tribe. I believe that if you have come across this podcast, that it was meant to be. And whatever it is that I'm talking about on the particular podcast, it is an answer to your prayer. I do want you to um, stick along, come along, and um, join your other cousins. For my day ones, welcome, God bless you, I love you. (laughs) For those of you who has been following, for those of you who has been listening in to the podcast from season one, hi. (laughs) So listen, (laughs) yesterday I wanted to come on and do a podcast because I had got... I had gotten revelation from God of um, a particular theme, and I was just too exhausted yesterday, and I just wanted to relax and unwind. I wanted to have a glass of wine, eat my dinner, lay down, watch a little bit of TV, turn the phone off, and go to sleep. And so, that's exactly what I did. And when I awoke this morning, I felt refreshed and rejuvenated. So I did my Bible reading, my prayer, my affirmation, my cleaning, my organizing to do laundry, though I did not do my laundry. And I actually had a late breakfast. (laughs) It's it's really brunch. (laughs) And so now I'm sitting down and I'm saying to myself, okay, I got a few more chores to do but today just really feels like a very relaxed day like a time to just enjoy the energy of relaxation and so I want to take the opportunity to take a break because like last week well this week and the, the week before it's been pretty crazy it's been busy and it's been crazy So, I never know when my schedule will change or, you know, what may come up, so forth and so on. And so, I just want to really enjoy the solitude and the serenity. And my plans for tomorrow is pretty much up in the air. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm definitely going to attend church service. My spirit is... um, looking to be fed, though I am not sure what my soul is looking for. I just know it's looking for something. So, with all of that being said, I just giggled a little bit because last night I had revelation of the theme for the month of October, and that's what I had wanted to share with you guys. And so the theme is... Two things happening at one time. Two things happening at one time. And it wasn't just with me. It was with everyone that 
I was talking to yesterday and they were telling me how <laughs> the last week or the last two weeks had been, it seemed like upside down. But yesterday was just so, just, I don't even know how to explain it. When I went outside, I was discerning the atmosphere and I was able to sense a shift in the atmosphere outside and it felt so good to be outside the sun felt so good on my skin the air just felt so crisp and clean and I knew that I now know that anything that was done yesterday which was October 9th, whatever was done, whatever was said, because the atmosphere had shifted, those seeds that were sown will be reaping a harvest. In other words, to the cause, there will be an effect. If you spoke positively, you're going to reap a harvest for that. If you did good deeds and alms and just done things out of the kindness of your heart, you help someone, just positive, you're going to reap a harvest. On the flip side, if you were speaking negatively, if you had a bad attitude, if whatever negative energy you was putting out, you're going to reap a harvest for that. And when it comes to that aspect of it, I said to myself, you know, if I would have been thinking a lot more clearer, I would have done better um, with my alms for the day and um, really sown some good seeds because I am starting an e-commerce business and I do want for the business to um, take off and put me in a financial position to where I can quit my job and be an entrepreneur full-time and take some of that money and invest it, you know, in health care and health insurance, rather. Invest it in health insurance and so forth and so on. That's my ultimate goal with my e-commerce business. Now, the day was a crazy day because... What, I'm going to speak for myself. When I woke up in the morning, I thought, okay, I've got these goals that I want to do concerning my e-commerce business. I need to get on the phone, make some phone calls. I need to get on the computer, try to rearrange some things, so forth and so on. And so I was looking for, they have, um, there's companies that give you a mailing address so that you don't have to use your home address for your business, including like your LLC. And you pay a monthly fee for it. And they have people there, like if you get mail or something like that, when they receive it at that particular location, it gets forwarded to your personal address. And so I was looking into that and I was having the hardest time because there was one 
um, that I found and I signed up for. It was like a month free. And then after that, I think you pay like seven bucks or something like that for it. And when I tried to use it for my business, it wasn't registering. When I tried to use that address, um, it wasn't registering. So I thought, well, let me cancel it before the 30 days is up. That way they won't charge my credit card, you know, for it. And so I go back onto the website and try, I looked high and low, and I could not find where to cancel the subscription. So they had a chat bot. And I was trying to get the information on how to cancel the subscription from the chatbot. And the chatbot wouldn't give me the information. Or they never programmed the chatbot to give that sort of information. They gave me a phone number and said, yeah, call this number. And I'm thinking to myself, it was so easy to sign up for it. And it's so hard to cancel it. So I didn't even bother to call the number. What I am going to do is contact my credit card company and just get a replacement card. So when the company tries to charge me, you know, the couple of bucks, they won't get any money at all. So that was a complete bust. Then I thought, all right, I know that I need to open a business bank account but I can't open up a business bank account without an EIN number. And I can't get that EIN number unless I um, register the business as an LLC with the state of New York. And if you guys listen to my last podcast, you'll understand why I didn't just jump and rush into um, doing the LLC. So... I don't want my personal money mingling with my business money because I, I want to get myself a personal accountant that will take care of taxes for me. And I would like to keep track of the expenses and the income of the business completely separated from my personal account. So I thought, okay. What I'll do is get one of those prepaid credit cards. So I looked into all the different, you know, prepaid credit card companies and I knew that it would be beneficial to get one that had an account number and a routing number affiliated with the card, which means that I had to give the company my social security number. That's fine. So <clears throat> I settled with American Express because I thought I killed two birds with one stone. If I use the American Express card for my business, I can sync it to my credit and use it to increase my credit score. Because my name and my social security number, my date of birth, is attached to this credit card. It's, it's not under the name of the LLC. So why not use it to my benefit and use it to increase my credit score? So American Express was the best option out of all of the ones that I found. 
at least on that particular day when I was researching um, prepaid credit cards. So I go on the American Express website, and because I learned that lesson with the previous company and the address about not finding any information on how to cancel, I thought to myself, okay, I like the perks of this American Express with their offering and so forth and so on. But what I couldn't find was the limit fee. Like, is it a couple of hundred dollars? Is it a couple of thousand dollars? Like, what is it? Nowhere on that site could I find any information about their limit. And I thought, this is odd. This is odd. So let me call them and see, number one, what is their limit? And number two, if I need to cancel the card, like, what's the number for that? I want a number and an email address. So, cousins, I called the number that was on the website, and I had an automated rep. And the automated rep only repeated what was on the website. I could not get an actual person to save the day. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to stress myself out. I'm not going to go with American Express. I'm going to look into Discover and all the other ones, and I'm going to see what ha what happens. But I needed to have an account number, a routing number. I needed linked to my personal information, and I need to use it for my business. I need the limit to be unlimited because I'm speaking it into existence, into existence that I will be the first millionaire in my bloodline. And if the good law sees it fit to allow the business to have an income of $5,000 per month, I am quitting my job. <laughs> I am quitting. I am, I'm going to talk crap walking out the door. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I'm going to talk crap walking out the door, baby. I really am. <laughs> but I want to make sure I got all my ducks in a row, you know, and make sure I plan the best way that I can and know how. And, and you know, just see what happens over time. And one of the um, insurance companies that I've chosen to go with is Prudential. Um, I'm looking into... Um, what's this one? Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm looking into that one. But I'm liking I'm liking Prudential because you have health insurance, eye care, dental care, telehealth, um, um, primary care doctor. Um, if you need life insurance, they have that. Um, if your dog needs life insurance or your cat or your bird needs life insurance prudential offers that if you have children or or spouse prudential offers coverage for your children or your spouse they also have um 401k they have Roth IRA all sorts of things that this one company has and you don't need a job to get it. You can pay out of pocket every month 
and invest in yourself. So that's why I like Prudential. They have an extensive financial portfolio. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's that's what I need. So I don't mind paying, you know, $200 out of pocket for it as long as my income from the business is 5000 per month and up. So that's that. And then I was having trouble logging on to different apps on my phone and pulling up my email. and It was just, I was, the morning was, I just said to myself that, you know, I think the planets, <laughs> the sun, the moon, and the stars are aligned some type of way that today is just a crazy day. So I decided not to do anything business-wise or anything school related. And I, I think I told you guys this. I'm not I don't remember. But in the event that I didn't, I'm taking prerequisite classes online um, for the nursing degree program. So I have intentions on scaling up in the field and go to LPN to RN at a bachelor degree level. I think I want to do a master's degree. I'm not sure. I know I want to do a PhD, and it's only because I'll get to have the, the name doctor in front of my name. And that's the only reason why I want a PhD. And so did you know that if you got a PhD, let's just say in, what do they call food, culinary arts? And let's just say your name is Jane Doe. And you got a PhD in culinary arts. Your name becomes Dr. Jane Doe. Or Dr. John Doe. Did you know that? It's true. You can officially change your name to doctor. So no matter what degree you, you know, get, um, you go for on a PhD level, whether it's law whether it's social services, um, administration, entrepreneurship, um, health and wellness, uh, religion, doesn't matter. You can officially call yourself Dr. So-and-so just because of that degree. Are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Because I gave y'all a lot of nuggets in like less than 20 minutes. <laughs> and um, I hope you wrote it down or at least have a good memory to write it down. But you can always press replay, baby, and uh, write, write it down. So uh, I decided not to do anything else for the rest of the day and just um, relax besides um, regular work. I didn't do anything. I came back in the house and I was talking on the phone to an acquaintance and I'm going to say Judas. I was talking on the phone to Judas and I, I know she's Judas. And um, I decided to have taco night and I had my tacos and I drank um, some sangria and 
took a shower, watched some TV, checked my social media, and went to sleep. And I slept like a baby. I slept like a baby. So, two themes for the month of October. Two things will be happening at once. At the beginning of the podcast, when I said the date, I chuckled because we have the month of October and the day of October is 10. That's two. That's the number 10 two times. And then we have the year 2020. That's the number 20 two times. And then we have two things happening uh, at one time for the month of October. And so that's your theme. I want to add to it, don't try to figure out what God is going to be doing for you. Just know that he's, he's, going, to, he's going to visit you. <laughs> he's going he's definitely going to visit you. And so um whatever you put out it's coming back. I can tell you that much. Whatever you put out is coming back to you and hopefully you've done well. I'm actually sitting back replaying my day and I'm saying to myself, "What did I do Friday?" Like, "What did I do?" Like it was such a crazy Friday morning. Then I decided to do nothing. And I was feeling a bit agitated because, you know, the morning was just so frustrating for me. And then I went on about my day and I left the house and I felt the, the shift in, in the atmosphere outside. And so I felt good. It felt really good to be out. So anyhow, this is what I wanted to say to you yesterday, but because of divine purpose, it wasn't meant for me to share that with you yesterday. It was absolutely at the Karyos moment today that I it's destined for me to share this theme with you guys. So, if you've done bad, don't worry about it. Don't trouble yourself. Just... Think of ways where you can do things better the next time that particular situation may come up for you again. Like strive to be a better you yesterday than, strive to be a better you today than you were yesterday. Try, practice makes perfect. That's, that's the first thing I want to say. Anything you do in life, no matter what it is, practice makes perfect. So in order for you to be a better you today than you were yesterday, you have to put it into practice. Like one of my things that I'm practicing, and it's been a couple of months that I'm trying to practice it, is being petty. Because being petty is a sign of immaturity. And I pride myself on... The decisions that I make for myself, I pride myself on being a person who is noble and who has integrity, who, you know, shares and so forth and so on. And I don't want to be a petty. I don't want to be. I'm not going to say I don't want to be petty. That ain't the truth. (laughs) 
I want to say that I don't want to be. I don't want to be childish and I don't want to be seen childish. I want for when I look at myself in the mirror, I see a grown woman. I want for when I take a selfie and I put it up on social media and somebody looks at me, they say, that's a grown woman. When someone talks to me um, and they hear the tone in my voice, I want them to say to themselves, that's a grown woman. And I, I want my actions to be in alignment with my words. And so just being completely transparent, I'm daily, I'm working on not being petty. And I'm going to admit this. The Bible says, confess your sins amongst one another. So the devil can't, you know, come in and, and, and do a little something, something to you. Completely paraphrasing. But it does say that. Confess your sins to one another. You can Google that. So here's what I want to confess to you. And I do, I want to apologize to myself first. And then I want to apologize to you guys because I know that my day ones or even the people that's, um, you know, recent, listening in and following in and um, putting things um, into perspective and into practice, um, I don't want you to be discouraged. I do want you to know that I, I'm I'm working on it. I'm not even going to use the excuse and say I'm a work in progress. That's like so tired and tacky. I'm not even going to say that. I'm I'm going to be transparent and say to you, I apologize. And I'm working on it. Don't, I ask that you don't penalize me for the one thing that I did wrong. Don't chastise me for the one thing that I did wrong. So here's what I did do yesterday. So remember you guys, I told you about the neighbor that I have who's an elderly woman and she's almost 90 years old and she had betrayed my trust. She stabbed me in the back. She wouldn't take accountability for it. And I can't stand it when people don't take accountability for the things that they've done. Uh, If you do something wrong to someone and they come to you and they say, this is what you did and this is why I didn't like it. Even though you may look at it differently. Listen to what they're saying and say to yourself, "Okay, I wouldn't have responded the way that he or she did, but I'm going to acknowledge how they feel and respect that this is something that hurts them. And choose to not do that thing that hurts the person that you care about again. It's a conscious decision. And so my elderly neighbor was not like that. She did not take accountability for what she has done. She, as instead, when I brought it to her attention, she blamed the other person and got mad at the other person. And I'm like, how do you do that? You're almost 90 years old. How do you point the finger at somebody else and not take accountability for your actions? You know good and well you're wrong. Because if I would have did that very same thing to her tribe, 
she would have felt some type of way about it. She would not have liked it. And that's another thing that I don't like about people, hypocrisy. I think that if you dish it out, you should be able to take it. If you can have sex with your friend's man or girlfriend, then and it's okay with you, it's not a big deal, then you should be able to take it when the shoe is on the other foot and your friend does it to you. If you're okay with lying and deceiving and manipulating and misleading the people around you, you should be able to handle when those very things are done to you. The Bible says, do unto others as you had done unto yourself. So when you do these wicked things to people, guess what you're inviting in? Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. But yet some, somehow people miss the mark of the high calling. So when it comes to my elderly neighbor, I said, you know, I'm, I'm tired of her. And I'm not looking for a fight. I, you know, I asked her twice, was she mad at me? So basically what happened, um, if you don't know, um, and you could go back in and find um, the podcast that I did, and I believe it's titled Neighbors. Um, I wasn't answering my phone when my elderly neighbor was calling me, and it was because I was tired of hearing her tell me about the same thing over and over again. She's been repeating the same things for 15 years. I'm tired of hearing it. And I've expressed to her several different ways that I'm tired of hearing it. And she ignores it and continues to tell me about things that I don't give a... Zero Fs are given. Okay? So sometimes I wouldn't answer the phone. And she would get mad because I wasn't answering my phone in which I pay the bill for. And so she would be spiteful and stomp. She would sound like a hippopotamus and stomp. Uh, she would say, F her. I could hear her, you know, because some of the walls are sheetrock. I could hear her saying, F her. And she has a walker. She would drag her walker like nobody's business. And she would be at it for hours and hours and hours and hours. And, and, and so I asked her, are you mad at me for not answering my phone? She, why would I be? I, and I'm like, but I just told you why you would be. Like, you're not stupid. You're fully aware of what you're doing. You're doing it on purpose. And that's your way of getting revenge on me, all because I won't answer my phone. I don't have to. I'm not obligated to answer my phone. You you are past grown. You shouldn't even be upset at something so minuscule. But you feel sometimes your feelings has hurt you mad. I remember picking up the phone one time and I heard her. She sounded like a psychopath. And she was like, why she don't answer the fucking phone? Hello? Hi. Hi, darling. And I said to myself, how can a human being go from 0 to 10 to 10 to 0 in 2.5 seconds flat? Something is mentally and emotionally unbalanced. She got so crazy. 
and then went back to normal so quick. All over me not answering my phone. And so, like I said, tribe, I don't, I'm not obligated to answer my phone. I don't have to. If I want to answer it, I answer. If I don't want to answer it, I don't want to answer it. If I don't want to hear anyone, I don't want to talk, guess what I do? I turn it off. I turn it off. The house phone, you know what we used to do back in the day? Unplug it. So we don't even hear it ring. That's what we did. And when we got ready to talk, we plugged it back in. Some of us just took the uh, handle off the hook and sat it down. So when a person called, they would just get a busy signal. With the cell phone, we turn it off. So I said to myself concerning my neighbor, I said, you know, she's she's crazy. You know, and I'm not going to pay her no mind because I asked her twice was she mad about me not answering the phone. And she's trying to hide it, though I know better. And she's, you know, being petty and childish. She, she was like having a temper tantrum for my attention. And I didn't give her my attention. And so she carried on for about two months. And I was surprised that she has so much energy. And I said, Lord, <laughs> I want to have her type of energy when I get that age. Seriously. I'm going shopping. I'm going in the garden. I'm going to museums. I'm going to the movies in the park. I'm going to the movie theater. I'm going to jazz festivals. I'm going on a weekend cruise. I'm trying to tell you, Tribe. <laughs> With that type of energy, So after about two months, she it, it, it dawned on her that she, no matter how much of a temper tantrum she has, she wasn't going to get my attention. So she kept quiet for a little while, a couple of weeks, and then she started up again. And I said, all of this for my attention? All of this, she mad. I said, okay, I'm going to get under her skin. Because she no longer has a number to contact me. And she would love to have a number to contact me. And I decided that because I know she, you know, hangs out of the window and be calling to people, walking by, you know, this sort of thing. I decided that I was going to hold my cell phone in my hand and let her see that I have a phone that she will never get the number to. And sure enough, child, sure enough, that's that's what happened yesterday, right when the atmosphere had been shifted. And that was the seed that I sowed into the atmosphere yesterday. It was a little petty. I sowed a petty seed. I did. And when I was coming towards my building, I saw her window open and I said, Ooh, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. I pulled my cell phone out of my fanny pack and I held it in the air tribe and I was waving it around and just a talking and just a chatting. And then when I got in the hallway, I was more petty, more petty. And I was like, yeah, people do all sorts of things for my attention and, and it doesn't matter how much I ignore them. They still pursue me for my attention. Like they, they are so uncouth and so childish. But at the end of the day, 
They're not getting my attention. I don't care what they do. Good luck with being a sucker. And I kindly stepped into my apartment trap and kept it pushing. Okay? She got mad and decided to... It sounded like she was moving furniture. And it was about 11 o'clock at night. And I knew that she was doing it on purpose and being petty. So when I got up this morning, I know that I am a mouthpiece for God. And I'm not... I'm not where I want to be um, spiritually and and I'm not where I want to be concerning holiness. Like, I need to do more work. And so, with all of that being said, I still know that I'm the mouthpiece of God. I am the salt of the earth. I am, I am like a mirror of Jesus. And... When it comes to the prophet of a most high God, you just can't do just anything to prophets and get away with it. And so when I had my prayer and my affirmations and all those here things, I, I prayed. And I want you to write this down. I said, God, you know, she's been getting away with doing what she's been doing for a very long time. And I never paid it no mind. I never cared about it because I think that it's stupid. However, it is time for her to get back what she has dished out. And I prayed that Jesus Christ, the blood of the Lamb, and water be a witness against her concerning the things that she is doing to me out of sheer spite no matter what the devil is puppeteering her into doing she still has the ability to use her own free will and make a conscious decision for herself she's old enough to know right from wrong and she knows that she's wrong. But because there are no consequences for her temper tantrum, she carries on. And so I ask God to allow those three things to be a witness against her for the things that she is doing to me, the mouthpiece of God. I share that with you to say to your tribe, when you've taken the high road and the person just keeps going and going and going and you're ignoring them, you're not paying them, you don't moved on with your life, you're not paying them no attention, no mind. You don't care about what they're doing. And they still keep going. They did you wrong. They abandoned you. They betrayed your trust. Whatever the case may have been. You pray and you ask God to allow Jesus Christ. You, you pray and you ask God to allow the blood of the Lamb, water, and the Holy Spirit. Blood of the Lamb, water, and the Holy Spirit to be a witness against 
that person who has done you wrong. And you sit back and you watch what God do. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. And you got to know how to fight spiritually. And how to fight in a debate kind of way. Without cussing people out and threatening to whoop their behind. This is a new level of warfare. This is a very different level of warfare. And it takes a level of maturity and discipline in order to learn the new level of warfare. And anytime you reach a new level, you learn something new. Anytime you want to reach a new level, there has to be growth. You remember that I said that to you. So anyhow, just to reiterate, October is the month where two things will be happening at one time. The seeds that you've sown will be coming back to you. Prayerfully, it's been more good than it has been something else. Because like I've just confessed to you guys, like I was petty yesterday. I was petty. I was. I was petty. I apologize to myself and I apologize to you too. So anyhow, shalom.